I want to welcome everybody to another In My Feels episode. Good morning. The sun is shining. I think it's going to be a great day. I'm feeling really good, really good about myself. Today's episode, I'm going to talk about the Kanye West documentary. Not just to talk about Kanye West per se and what's going on in his life and all that type of stuff or the, the rumors or whatever. That's, that's not what this podcast is about. It's more about the evidence of the manifestation tip that he progresses throughout the documentary that's on Netflix. It's incredible, incredible documentary in, in terms of looking from it, not from an outside perspective, from an inside perspective, as in understanding the power that Kanye has, as we all have, to manifest everything we want. And he showed me untold evidence that the universal law, you are what you think and feel, is 100% true. And I'll dive into some points. This is the first episode. I actually don't have any notes. I don't have any notes. I'm just going to kind of go straight off of what I saw, what I'm feeling, give you some kind of examples um, and kind of really dive in. But, you know, before we start, thoughts, feelings, emotions, conditionings, belief systems. I mean, everything you are on the inside creates your whole outside exterior. So my question for everybody who's listening is, how are you feeling right now in this moment? And really dive in, really explore Really enjoy what you're feeling. Even if you're feeling shitty, you are feeling. That's a positive. We have to find the positive in, in the kind of lowest of circumstances. Then you've reached a, a, a consciousness that is otherworldly. And how am I feeling? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling confident today. I'm feeling really good. The show's growing. Our collective consciousness is growing. I'm trying to block out what's happening on the outside world because my inside world is what's most important to me. And I don't mean that in any disrespect or disregard. If I feed into the fear narrative that is being progressed right now of what's happening on the outside, I add to that collective consciousness of the fear-driven narrative. If I understand that inside of me is peaceful, then outside of me is peaceful. And if I feel that I project peace... I attract peace. And if we can all collectively do that, the world would be a much better place. So let's dive in on the kind of, I guess, the Kanye West documentary aspect. So firstly, you know, the documentary was made by his kind of, I guess, closest friends, you know, Cootie and uh, Chike. So it's kind of like an unbiased, honest approach towards kind of Kanye's life. But this isn't a biography of Kanye. It's more about the spiritual aspect and the manifestation tip that he goes through and the kind of roller coasters and everything else. And you really can, can see that he is driving the ship. And this is the evidence that I want to pro pro project onto all of us. We are all driving our own ships. Whether we see it or not, we are. Factually, we are. You know, it has, I don't know if you've seen it. Um, this is not spoilers or any type of stuff because it, it is what's, what's happening. But, you know, it has like an act one vision Act two purpose, act three awakening, and it's shot beautifully. It's all handheld cameras. It's kind of before Kanye even made it the first episode. And it really kind of dives in on kind of his life aspect. And you see the struggles of Kanye. You see the struggles of, of, of a person, you know, a, a, a human. You see someone, again, some people who watch it, and I, and I ask for opinions on it because I see things a little differently. I see things internalized rather than seeing the external side of things. You know, people think he's a narcissist and he's, you know, he, he's egotistical and all these type of things. But I didn't get that impression from the first two episodes. I saw someone who wanted to make it, 
who knew exactly what he wanted to do to make it, knew the talent that he had, understood the talent he had, understood the, the development level he had, understood the hard work and collective consciousness he's put into his work. He believed at the time before he made it, he was making beats for everyone and, and you know, making uh, Jay-Z albums and all these type of things. And people weren't taking him seriously. You know, he's like, no, I'm a rapper. And like, no, no, I need a beat from you. And you could see in his eyes to him, he was a rapper. And it's always that kind of example he's in. And this is what I love about the music scene. Cause there's always a vindication that's needed. I think vindication is needed for, for anyone, which is the external power. The only thing you need to vindicate is yourself. So for example, you do a good job at work. You're looking for your boss to say, good job. That's vindication that you did a good job. You should already be vindicated because you did a good job for yourself. So Kanye had this, this kind of vision, this belief that as soon as he got a record deal, he was going to, and the record came out, he was going to be huge. He had no doubt. And remember, this was at a time where there wasn't really indie bands, or, sorry, indie labels, or you weren't really having hits without the label, because that's what people believed. And this is what I love about the, the, the kind of documentary aspect of it. He had someone filming him before he, before he made it. You know, so there was this kind of journey, this this team he was building of just friends and creatives and all this type of thing with his vision and all this type of stuff. And he was having hits as a producer, but no one really took him seriously as, as, a, as an artist. And he was in the Rockefeller um, offices, which is Jay-Z's label at the time. And that's where he wanted to sign. And he was playing these huge, huge records, which are huge now. They weren't huge at the time. No one knew who the, what they were. But like Jesus Walks and... You know, all falls down. He had all of these treasure trove of, of songs that no one paid attention to. And see, this is the thing where we have to kind of make our own minds up of whether we like something or don't like something. Because I see it too many times, especially in the music industry and everywhere else. Somebody likes something because someone else vindicates that they like it. Oh, the song was a hit. Therefore, I like it. Oh, you know, this was that or that person knows this person. Therefore, I like them. It's that vindication that people need to, to support something. Every, every, I think that goes with every aspect of life. You know, it's like you're dating someone and if your friend approves of them, you like them more. And if they don't approve of them, it's kind of puts you in that weird kind of place of conflicting your feelings and emotions with your kind of loyalty and all these type of things. So I think it, it can kind of be relevant to, to many, many scenarios. And see, he's playing these albums and he's playing these albums to like assistants and everything else. No one is paying attention to him. Literally no one. And you could see in his eyes he was getting upset and everything else. But he said, you know what? I'm going to be huge. This record is going to, going to define history. This record is going to be huge. And at every moment, even though he got pushed back, pushed back, pushed back, because you could see the little slight doubt in him, but the most of it, the 99% of it was pure confidence. And if you do not believe in yourself, who is going to believe in you or truly believe in you? And that's the thing that we confuse the kind of egoness with confidence or, or narcissism with confidence because we, we, we apply our own judgment. It's how we would act differently in that scenario. But again, I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about the manifestation tip, the spirituality of it, the magic of it. You did not not believe him at any moment. I was so inspired watching it. So inspired, so inspired that I'm speaking about it now. I have to let it out. Because I speak to people and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, he's super arrogant, you know, this, 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 this. But I mean, the background he came from was a struggle. He struggled making music. He struggled for people to believe he was an artist. If he doesn't 
overcompensate or over have overconfidence to make up for the lack of confidence from from other people, the lack of belief, where would he be? He wouldn't be where he is now. You see? And he says a quote, you know, he says, my mum always taught me, you have to believe it first. So I had to believe that I could make it into the game first, which he did as a producer. And he learned his craft. He learned how to rap. He developed, he developed, he developed. He became an obsession. He worked, he worked, he worked. Then he says, I believed it and I willed it. The belief is the idea. The willing it is the action to make it happen. And then he goes on to say he received criticism for being overconfident, explaining they say overconfident like it's a bad thing. How can you be overconfident? You should be overconfident. You should have more confidence in yourself. But they want people to fade into the grey. And then he further goes on to say, I'm going to tell you how I feel about myself. I am the greatest. And you should feel that way about you. Now, I fucking love that statement. We should believe we are the greatest. We all should believe, collectively, consciously, we are the greatest. We're alive. We're a human species. We're living on this time and this era of life. And we should all feel that way about each other. We should all. And, and if you don't, we have to all work collectively and consciously to, to make that happen. I don't see that as arrogance. I see that as such a beautiful way to be. You know, and then as the documentary develops, he's trying to get a deal, trying to get, no one's giving him a deal. It's insane. Insane. But he knew he was going to get one. And then eventually, you know, Jay-Z and Rock Nation and all that, they signed him. Then he thought, oh, great, I'm signed. And you know what happened? They benched him because there was no hype around him. So what did Kanye West do? He believed his own hype. He knew in his own hype. He, he, he had confidence in himself and he made it happen. He manifested. He willed it. He started working harder. Started shooting. He couldn't get a budget for the music video. So what did he do? He made his own music videos. He didn't take no for an answer. Now, in our lives, how many of us can say truly hand on heart, we have 100% trust in ourselves to just go out and do it? Yes, you have doubts. Yes, you, you, know, you won't have self-belief, all these type of things. And Kanye did too, because that, that's the progress. It takes time. When you reach certain milestones, you let go of those milestones. He got a deal. He let go of the fact that he got a deal now. Now he knew what he had to do to, to progress that. He made his own video. And then he got into a car accident. And what you notice about the car accident throughout the whole first documentary, the first episode before the car accident, he has... Um, retainers and crooked teeth and all this type of stuff and he's super super hyper focused on his mouth and you can see it through the whole process before the car accident that's why i say we manifest our whole entire lives nothing is by chance nothing is by accident and you see he has this resonance with his mouth a little little um he's self-aware of his mouth should i say and and, and it still comes across as a little insecure around his mouth and the way his, his the face of his shape looks and what happens when he gets into what gets into a car accident his jaw breaks in a ton of places. It has to get wide shut. And there's this whole process of being rebuilt. But when he was in the hospital, what did he do? He didn't quit. He wrote a song called Through the Wire. As his mouth was wide shut, he didn't dwell on the accident. He used the accident to his advantage. And you see the whole process of him going through the doctors and having to have surgeries and realign his mouth and all these type of things. And he made the, the video through the wire while his mouth was still wired. And then the record eventually came out and it blew up everywhere. Look, you know why it blew up everywhere? Because it was honest. It was his truth. It was his life. He was living in the now. This is what was happening to him now. He was reacting to it. 
And that's a beautiful space to be. I'm not saying it didn't, doesn't come with anxieties and, and, and mental health and all these type of things. But the driving force were, he, were his goals. And nothing was going to deter him from that. Not even himself. And I think we can all reach that level. We can all reach that level of inspiration and overconfidence and self-belief and knowing. Self-awareness. And willing things to happen. Making things happen. Trusting yourself that you can make it happen. And you notice that the defining line which where his grounding levels was his mum. His mum kept him on, on the ground, which is, again, it's the nice balance. He knew he was going to be huge. He was getting huge. His mum pulled him back. You're huge. And she was his best friend. She was his cheerleader. She understood him better than anybody. She understood who he was as a person. She was his biggest fan. She knew every lyric of his songs. Again, it vindicated Kanye that he was on the right path and doing it, what he was doing for his mum. Inspiration, a beautiful place to be. And then, you know, when she passes, when she passes away, you can see the kind of, he flooded himself into work. There was a suppression of grief. People deal with grief in different ways. There is no right or wrong way. But when you suppress grief, it turns into something else, something unnatural. Instead of allowing the emotion to flow through you, it gets trapped. And then it builds up and builds up and builds up. And then you attract so many things in your life externally that the way you're feeling internally. And because there's so much confusion within yourself, it's very difficult for you to pinpoint why that came to me. And that wasn't me when it was. You are the power. And then it progresses onto, you know, he's this, you know, huge, huge superstar, superstar. You know, the Beatles and the Michael Jackson of, of the modern era. Whether you believe it or not, or you argue the numbers don't lie, that is exactly what it, what's happening. And anything he applied his mind to, he was successful at it because he did it 100% and he created from the ground up. And he knew the process, he understood his process, and no one was going to tell him any different. Whether you call that arrogance or you call it overconfidence or whatever, you can, I'm breaking it into the spiritual aspect of, of the manifestation tip to, to, as evidence and proof. And I want everybody to watch the documentary, and it can be no other way. His life was mapped by him, through him. He was the master and commander of it. He is commanding everything in his life. He is attracting everything in his life. And then you see the kind of, he has this internal power, beautiful power. He made it, winning all these accolades, these Grammys, money's coming in, everything else. Then what do you strive for? The struggle isn't there anymore, but now he's struggling with the grief and his mental health. But he still, he expresses himself through his music, My Dark Twist and Fantasy, all these records of how he's feeling at the time. Again, big, big albums, big albums, big albums, because they are truthful to him. He writes about what, who he is. And he says something in, in the documentary, which I love. He says, I'm not a rapper who's going to rap about, you know, money and cars and girls and this and that. That's not who I am. I can't rap that. I can only rap about my life, being a college dropout. This, this, my fashion, my style, my, you know, my mum, my life, my friends, my family. And that's what he does. And it's a very, very close up look into kind of Kanye's mental health and how it kind of deteriorates by episode three. And you really see it because the first two episodes, I'm inspired. I'm so inspired. The third episode, I'm like, okay, now I see it. And the mental health and the suppression is coming in. Why is it coming in? And again, don't take this the wrong way because I am I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. I believe in spiritual connotations, I believe in Jesus and I believe in Prophet Muhammad and I believe in Buddha and I believe in all these aspects. And if you put them all together, you have a f superhuman. 
even though all of them individually are superhumans anyway. But you see Kanye West stops looking for power within and he stopped willing things and he's looking for power without. And that's where he found God. But he's looking at God from an external point of view. He's looking at Jesus from an external point of view. Jesus is not any, well, for me personally, I don't, you know, if you're religious, that's fine. But I'm saying Jesus is not an external source anymore. He's an internal source. That's why they call it Christ consciousness. Christ is within all of us, just as the Buddha is in, in all of us, just as any religious leader that you want to relate to is in, inside of us. It's not an external source. You tap into it internally. But Kanye is looking at it externally. He's looking for God outside of himself, not inside himself. And why I know this? Because now he's making albums based on what God or God wouldn't say when he should realize that we're all gods. We're all created in God's image. We are all gods. There's no limitations to any of that. It's just we as humans put limits on that. So we have to start reverting back to the power within Christ consciousness within yourself. I'm not comparing Jesus to, to, to Kanye, but you can on a level of we're all human, we're all manifesting our whole lives, we all can become Christ consciousness. And you see when Jesus, you know, and his disciples, which I've spoken about many times, Jesus being a super powerful manifester, because he trusted himself without a shadow of a doubt. When he's being crucified, forgive them, they, know, they don't know what they do. He didn't blame his crucifiers. He didn't blame anything. He accepted it. That's Christ consciousness, because he knew he attracted it. And he says it before he even got crucified. This is what's going to happen. I'm going to be taken away and my disciples are going to deny me three times, which they do. But this the level of trust he has in himself, in God, within himself. The kingdom of heaven is inside you, not outside of you. I feel like a preacher, but I'm not trying to preach Christianity or any type of stuff. You know me, I'm not religious, but I'm giving you evidence of spiritualism, of manifesting, of you being a magnet and you attracting everything in your life. Kanye did the same thing. Trust in me, I will provide. I'm going to be the biggest artist of all time, or one of the biggest artists of all time. I'm going to win. I'm going to create the biggest, even when he started moving on to his um, fashion, everyone's like, oh, you're a rapper. First, he was a producer. He said, I'm, no, I'm a rapper. Then he became a rapper. Everyone said, no, no, you're not. A, you're. And he wanted to do fashion. They said, no, 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 you're not. You're, you can't do fashion. You're a rapper. He said, watch me. And what did he do? He designed his own clothes. Went to Japan, got inspiration. And it's all in the documentary. Again, he's manifesting everything. Now he has literally one of the biggest clothes brands on the face of the earth because he's honest with what he's creating. The difference now is his music is failing a little. It has been over the last few albums because I don't think he's writing in truth. I think he's writing based on what someone would say or wouldn't say. The, all the albums that are the hugely successful, no one told Kanye what to say. Now he has God telling him what to say or what he believes is an external source of God. God wouldn't say this, even though if it happened to him or not, he cannot say it because it would be a sin. And he says it in the documentary many times, you know, this is a sin, that's a sin. So again, he's suppressing who he is based on an external source. God wouldn't want you to suppress. Jesus wouldn't want you to suppress. Why would they? How does that make sense? Jesus and God are all powerful, all knowing, all, they don't need your suppression. They don't need your sins. They don't need any of that. They are super powerful. And when I say beings, I mean everything. God is everything. I call God the universe. Everything. A stone is God. A, a bird and a flower and a bee is God. Christ consciousness is that trust within yourself that you are aware of everything as yourself. And again, when we look for power without, outside of ourselves, like Kanye running for presidency, 
He was looking for an external source, something to dive into. He wanted change. And you see that Kanye reacts on a whim. He reacts in the moment. And it might not always be the right thing or wrong thing to you, but at the time, it's right to Kanye. And you cannot be mad at anyone for living their truth like that. It's only judgment that makes it right or wrong. We have to get rid of judgment and just be. And you can see everything happens when he, he, he came under so much criticism, you know, with the Trump thing, da, 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 but his intentions were to make change. And you can see it again. I'm looking from an inside perspective, inside Kanye as a person, from his soul. I'm not looking at the outside and all the media circus and everything else and the ego and whatever you perceive. I'm looking at him inside. And that's what we have to look for inside ourselves. And I think I'm going to end it there. I really enjoyed that. I literally have just like from the top of my head, just gone straight in. And it's been really inspiring for me, inspiring for me that we're all, I'm on the right path of, of self-discovery and self-awareness and, you know, the power from within. And I hope you are too, this collective consciousness. In fact, I know you are because we're listening, we're communicating, we're connecting and I love it. And I want to thank you.